My previous episode was on trust. So let's call this episode Trust Part 2. We're talking about trust on this episode of the Driving with Rob podcast. In the previous podcast episode, I talked about trust. Who do you trust? Why do you trust them? And that ultimately, mistrust comes down to fear. Should I be afraid of you or should I trust you? Can I trust you to do a good job or should I be afraid that you're not going to do a good job? That kind of thing. And one of the things that I touched on that I wanted to talk to in a little more detail in this episode, you can trust the pros. It was a marketing slogan. I don't remember whose marketing slogan it was, but there was a marketing slogan. You can trust the pros at. Maybe it was Lowe's. Maybe it was Home Depot. Maybe it was Meineke Muffler Shop. Whoever it was. You can trust the pros at. Well, you trust the pros because you like to think if they're a pro, if they're a professional electrician, if they're a professional plumber, professional heating and air guy, then you should be able to trust them. Doctors and lawyers, professionals. Well, part of what makes them a professional is the fact that they have a license. Doctors have to have a license to practice medicine. Licensed pharmacists, licensed HVAC guys, licensed electrician, licensed plumbers, a certified Ford mechanic. A certified GM mechanic. The reason you feel like you can trust these professionals is because a third party, somebody else, is overseeing what they do. And this third party has certified, yes, they in fact know what they're doing because they have a license. We have given them a license to certify that in our opinion, these guys are pros. These guys do know what they're doing, and we have certified it by giving them a license. By giving them a certification that says, yes, you can trust them. They know what they're doing. Well, we had a doctor one time, an optometrist. Because by the time we got to the point that my wife and I needed glasses, needed contact lenses, I was working for this particular company with a vision insurance plan. And if you've ever dealt with health insurance of any kind, you have in-network doctors and out-of-network doctors. If you can find an in-network doctor, that means the insurance company has certified and verified that they are good doctors and we trust them. You go to this doctor and we will pay more of the bill. If you go to an out-of-network doctor, we'll still pay the bill, but we won't pay as much. Because we've already certified and qualified these guys. Yeah, they're good doctors. Go to them. Well, we went to this optometrist because he was our in-network doctor. We didn't know him. Had never heard of him before, but he was in-network. And he was the closest eye doctor. Well, later on, I changed jobs, got different insurance. So we picked an optometrist, an eye doctor, that was closer to where we live. So we didn't have to travel so far. Well, I'm watching the news one day. The evening news. My wife was in the kitchen. And they started talking about this doctor who had been arrested for sexual assault. 
as the story went on, the reason they arrested him for sexual assault is because apparently he was groping patients. It wasn't like he raped anybody, but apparently he was groping patients. You get him in the dark room, and whatever he was doing was when the assistant left, and it was just you and the doctor in the dark. Well, they put up the picture of the doctor. And the name sounded familiar, but I couldn't remember where I knew that name. But when they showed his picture, I said, that's our old eye doctor. That's our old optometrist right there. Kel, come here. So she comes in the, in the living room, and I said, is that not our eye doctor? And she said, yeah. She said, uh, she said that's the guy that we used to go to before we changed insurance. What did he do? I said, apparently he was groping patients. And I said, he never groped me. Did he grope you? And she said, he never groped me or did anything inappropriate with me. And I got to thinking, I said, what's wrong with us? And she put her hands on her hips and said, yeah. I said, are we not gropable? Are we not worthy to be felt up in the optometrist chair? She says, I think we are. I said, I think we are too. What is this guy's problem? I'm glad they busted him. Well, of course, they revoked his license. But up until then, he was a trusted member of the medical community. Up until then, he was licensed. Up until then, there was a group of people who said, you can trust this man. Up until the point that he proved to them that he couldn't be trusted. But you tend to trust people who are licensed and certified by somebody else. And it goes back to what I talked about in the previous episode. My business depends on word-of-mouth recommendation. Friend of a friend said, I trust him and so can you. And that's basically what the licensing people and the people who certify other people are saying. We checked them out. We believe they're trustworthy. We believe you can trust them too. And it's one of those things that you just take for granted. If somebody else tells you they can trust them, then how else do you know? What other information do you have to go on when you're trying to decide, is this a trustworthy company? Is this a trustworthy product? Is this a trustworthy person? Other than somebody else telling you, yep, you can trust that guy. Yes, you can trust Pennzoil Motor Oil. Yes, you can trust Martha White self-rising flower. So as we go on with our normal lives and doing our thing, there are certain people that you learn to trust, certain people that have earned your trust. There are some people that you just trust because somebody else told you you can trust them. But thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Share it on social media. Share it with your friends. Tell other people about it that they need to listen to the podcast too. And I'm sure they'll be glad you told them about the podcast. Trust me. Thanks again. I'll talk to you next time. Bye now.